The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Coming up on the program, 34 Play Friday. Yes, number 34. Back in studio, Kaya Bear, pro, pro f- football player, uh, will join me a little later to discuss sex in the news and maybe to just have a little bit of fun. Some of the topics we'll talk about is spring cleaning your relationship. Is that a good idea? What do you love about sleeping in the same bed with your partner? And the male birth control pill finally passes human safety tests. But will men use it? Uh, We'll find out. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. All righty. You can also email me, uh, Lori, at drlori.com if you have a question. Or send them in anytime during the program tonight. Because Fridays, kind of anything goes, really. Uh, How can you tell when during intercourse you have pain and you are not sure if it is from being nervous or a medical condition? Uh, Good question. Good question to ask yourself. Uh, First of all, are you nervous? So you would want to know, you would feel the nervousness, right? And when a person or a woman is nervous... Uh, she it may stop the arousal and the lubrication. So without lubrication, there may be uh, some painful intercourse. So assess your thoughts. What's going through your mind exactly? Are you worried about the situation? Are you nervous about getting pregnant? Are you um, whatever? Is it the first time and, and you're nervous about your partner? Whatever the nervousness comes from, you want to assess that for uh, for yourself uh, to, to be able to see. Now, some women do have a condition. Dyspareunia is a painful intercourse, even though they can get aroused with foreplay, which, by the way, you'd want to check as well with, with yourself. Like, are you aroused during the foreplay? Are you lubricating? And do you only get nervous at the point of intercourse? Then it might be something related to the intercourse. Or if the pain is is localized, like you only feel pain upon entry, but once it goes past the entry point, it feels okay, uh, then you could potentially have something called provoked vulvodynia, which is, uh, it's in the nerves in the uh, lower part, like the six o'clock, if you take the vagina as a clock at six o'clock. So at the bottom part uh, could be that. So without really doing a full assessment of the situation and of your relationship, it's really hard to tell if, uh, if it's nerves or some regular pain. You could do a test like you uh, during masturbation, for example, you can use uh, a dildo or a very a small one. Do you experience pain with a tampon? Do you experience pain with a finger? Uh, so those are the kinds of things I would ask. If you experience pain with a tampon or a finger at the entry point, then likely it is what we'd call provoked vulvodynia. But if there's no pain at all in that area, then maybe it could be nerves or lack of lubrication. An easy fix is to always make sure that you use uh, an external lubricant. So make sure no matter what, even if you are aroused or lubricated, that you still use uh, a lubricant to help along. It's a it's a good uh, addition to uh, sexuality. It's a pleasure enhancer, really. 
is a person considered to have lost their virginity if they had sex with a person of the same sex for the first time? Uh, so the whole question of virginity, like we're going to have to rethink this a little bit because it doesn't really make sense, right? When we, uh, virginity is really thought of as uh, penile, vaginal, first time, breaking of uh, the hymen, rather stretching of the hymen. That's what virginity actually refers to in in the back times, like way back. Now, uh, it's kind of a crazy concept when you think about it, like young people preserving their so-called virginity but having anal sex to preserve their virginity. Does that mean they're virgins? Or all kinds of other sexual activity? Or as Bill Clinton said, it wasn't sex, you know? So what is sex? Like, we have to get to that definition of what is sex and what is virginity. And when you have same-sex partners, what happens with a lesbian couple? So what do you determine losing one's virginity to? Like, what's the action that would determine you've lost your virginity? What if you never have sex with a penis uh, or um, a man? Does that mean that you are a virgin uh, for life, even though you're having sex with a woman? So, and what about two men? What about if there's no penetration? So would anal intercourse be considered them losing their virginity? And if so, then why not in a heterosexual couple who are also having anal sex and maybe not uh, penile vaginal sex? So would that be considered? And what about two men who don't practice anal sex? So does that mean they stay virgins forever? So we have to start like, it's a good question. We have to rethink a little bit what we mean uh, by virginity in in this day and age, what do you what do you mean by virginity? I, I'd like to hear some of your thoughts on that if you have them. Five one four, eight hundred. How do you bring up partner sexual history and testing before you have sex with someone? Uh, so this is a dilemma, I guess. A lot of people feel simply because sex is something that is still uh, difficult to talk about which is always interesting to me that we find it easy to do and so difficult to talk about. But you've got to take care of yourself here. When you're sexual with someone, you're putting your life in in at risk if you don't practice safe sex, if you don't negotiate condom use, if you don't say, listen, I don't have sex unless my partner uh, wears a condom. And asking about someone's uh, STI history or at least showing their latest results or when was the last time you were tested uh, would be important to know. It's not that important to know if a person had gonorrhea three years ago and was treated for it, but you'd certainly want to know that they've been regularly tested or have been tested uh, very, very recently. And you'd want to know if they have herpes which is uh, something that is not curable, which is a virus that lives in people even with no symptoms. You would want to know if they're HIV positive. So these are some of the things that we want to know. And if somebody's HIV positive, are you on the medication that suppresses those cells? And then it makes it uh, very difficult to pass on. You'd want to know what medications they're on. So these are conversations that we should not be afraid of having because our health is at risk.
So think about yourself. And very important, when you're going to have sex with someone, try be sober so that you can have these discussions and you don't throw caution to the wind and you don't take unnecessary risks. We tend to take more risks when under the influence of alcohol or drugs. So think about that ahead of time. Plan ahead of time. What are some of the effects of a sexually transmitted infection, how does an STI affect the vagina or penis? So that's too general of a question for me to answer directly because every uh, STI has different symptoms. Some are not symptomatic. You may never see actual lesions. So some lesions uh, look like blisters. Other lesions can look like uh, warts, uh, things like that. So it's hard to, to be able to tell you what's what. You know, some could be redness. Uh, again, you would have to get tested uh, to find out if you had a sexually transmitted infection. If you had unprotected sex, you should get tested. And, and if you're sexually active, you should get a pap test uh, to the frequency that your doctor wants you to. I think the standard is like every two years or so because of HPV uh, causing cervical cancer. So it's to find out if you have HPV or at least um, to make sure it doesn't lead to anything bad. So you would want to get regularly tested for that. So again, comes back to uh, getting regularly tested. All right, coming up, Kaya Bear will join me. We're going to play Dirty Minds, your chance to win a WeVibe couples toy. And we will uh, talk about some of the sex in the news. Your relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now, 514-790-0800. Passion, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Well, I'm happy to say today is 34 Play Friday. You know what that means? Lots of people have been wanting to know, where the heck is your friend Kai? Well, here I am. Yes. But I don't think we should call it 34 Play. Even though I'm here, I think it should be Lori Foreplay. Lori Happy Foreplay. birthday. Because oh, it's oh, your birthday. You. It should be all about you. So that's you. why you're here. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, so that was the surprise. Uh, the surprise was for my birthday. Kai is in town. Where the heck have you been is what our listeners want to know. Well, I know where you've been, but I've I, been, they want to know. You know what? I've taken a three-week trip that was supposed to be south of the border, visiting friends in the U.S. from California, Texas, Louisiana. Three weeks. Yeah. I'm going to do a week I in remember. Louisiana, <laughs> a week in California, and one week in Texas. And those three weeks turn into four months. That's crazy. And you escaped the whole winter. I did. You left and the I was entire winter. I was expecting so much snow on the ground when I got back. And it was a pleasant surprise to yes. see the streets are clean there's no brown gook. Well, it's a little, it's, it's, it's a little dirty, but oh, it's okay. it can't be anything I, it like could Louisiana. Be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. You're right. It could be worse. Because I've seen some winters where we go, we get into April and it's still. Hey, I it, it seen ain't over yet, honey. <laughs> it's not over till it's <laughs> over. We're not into spring just yet. Uh, so our listeners uh, have missed you. I've been getting a lot of texts and emails. and I miss radio. Yeah, I'm sure you I have. I miss being on air with you. And being able to do dirty minds. Yes, and, and talk your sexy talk. Yes. Absolutely. I don't get to do this at home. You know that, Yes, right? I know that. All right. <laughs> that would be weird. At home. That would be weird. And 
the wife looks at me like there's something something absolute wrong absolutely wrong with me. Yeah. So. Well, we'll play Dirty Minds after 10:30. So uh, in the meantime, I want to talk about a few stories I want to share and, and we'll get your take on on stuff too, Kai. So this morning on Andrew Carter's show, I talked about uh, spring cleaning. Uh, your relationship. He had a whole series on uh, different types of spring cleaning, and we talked about relationships. Like, is this something we should be doing in spring when we're cleaning out our closets and cleaning everything else out? Why not take a good look at our relationship and uh, get the dust out of it? So what are some of the things you need to do? You need to maybe assess the marriage. Like, for you can sit together and decide, okay, let's rank our relationship on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being the best and see where your partner puts it and where you put it. And if there's, uh, if there's some discrepancy, then you ha- need to talk about what would make the, be- the marriage even better. And you have to kind of talk about, okay, what are we going to do the next few months? How are we going to put this into play? I don't know if you ever do this to, to kind of assess the relationship and, you know, I I normally don't do a huge assessment on the relationship, but I'm quick to notice when there's change. Change like in a... Any change, where there's change in the way we view things, the way we plan on approaching things, things that we're okay, where we draw the line. If the line has been picked up and moved over right. three places to the right and it makes me uncomfortable, I think it's time for a conversation. So maybe not set based on a year to reassess, but based on, okay, are things changing? Do things need to change? Right. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Actually, it's probably, that is the best way to approach it is that you don't, you don't just do it every year, but you do it when you start to feel like things are shifting where you're not happy or where you or see or not comfortable or you don't want it to drag on too much because if, if there's too much dust, uh, then, then that can erode the relationship. But if you're able to keep the lines of communication open, and sometimes people have to think about, okay, how how can we communicate better? What are ways that we need to learn to communicate better? Uh, I get a lot of people coming into therapy in the spring too because they want to deal with stuff, right? They want to have a good summer. They want to deal with the issues that they've just kind of hibernated while they hibernated in the right. winter time. Uh, so it's a good time to to do that. So even getting yourself, I feel a, a like therapist. if I needed you, you would be my my warmth in the winter. I would I be would, your warmth. Absolutely, I would not wait until all the winter is gone, and now oh, right. I need to go see someone. I'd rather see you during the winter, feel better about by myself. spring. Exactly. Yeah, that's, kinda, that's a good point too. Kind of get myself prepped and ready for the sunshine. Some people do that too. Some people do that too. Five one four eight hundred. If uh, you want to text in, you want to ask Kai a question, or you have a question, a sex question that you want to ask me, or participate in any of the topics that we're talking about, we'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, I read this article, which I love. It's called the uh, the best parts of sleeping next to someone you love. What do you love about sleeping in the same bed with your partner? What? Kai, what would you say is that your number one thing that you love about sleeping in the same bed? Mm. <laughs> I like my king size bed, by the way. I, know, I do enjoy. I like, you know what? I enjoy space throughout the night. Yeah. But I, I like to start off in a good cuddle. Okay. And I like to finish in a good fuggle. First thing in the morning. <laughs> cuddle and then a fuggle. Okay. In the morning. Those are, that's, that's what I like about having. Uh, having someone right there. Right next. Right. 
Now in the fuggle, is there a consenting human being next to you? <laughs> yeah, we, we've signed a lifetime contract. Oh, I see. Okay. So unless the person says no at that moment, it's pretty much go. Okay. You know, I used to I used to be excited about the the thought of waking up next to two women, like being in the middle and just feeling like, whoa, I'm. That's your fantasy. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. almost. Like, no, I've I've done it okay. a few times, but it used to be a fantasy, and it's overrated. It is, is not. It? You can't move. Oh, right. You can't That's move, true. and it's not as fun. That's like to... when you sleep with your kids in bed. No, I different. Mean, no, I mean no, it's different. <laughs> I mean, I meant like where you the, can't the move. The activity before and, sleep you know? is a lot different. <laughs> yeah, but yeah the, and in now the morning s- is having like... a baby in a bed is something. Yeah, you've been, and also because you've been traveling, so I'm sure you've had the baby in your bed too. Yes, so much for the fuggle yeah, in the morning. Feet in the face, no fuggle. <laughs> uh, so this article says the best parts of sleeping next to someone you love: falling asleep in someone's arms. Uh, personally, that's not my thing. I like the the snu- like snuggling, and then okay, go to your side. I'm going. I need my space. I get hot. Like I I, oh, I yeah. need to be cool. <laughs> so that doesn't work. I like the morning cuddles. Morning cuddles are good. Uh, body heat for some people, except for menopausal women like me, body heat's a no go. We don't want the body heat. Like at I'm all. A, I'm warm blooded. I'm I'm hot. Do you I'm need? But hot. do you like? Does your partner like? The heat that you emanate, or she like, whoa, this is too hot. It's like a no. Stove. I think she she likes it. I'm more of the the guy pushing her away at times. <laughs> too hot. You get too hot. Yes, okay. I get too hot. I got uh, massages before bed. Uh, let's see what else is there. Uh, apparently, you're more uh, productive if uh, well when you wake up around the same time. If you wake up around the same time, I don't know if that happens in in your household. Does not happen in mine. Uh, what you, time do you guys wake up? Oh, my husband, my husband gets up far before me, sometimes two hours before me. What are you talking, 5 a.m.? No, no. He'll, he'll be up at like 6, 7, and I go to bed three hours after he does. Oh, okay. That right? makes sense. Right? So we, yeah, so our schedules, schedules do not match up uh, at all. Uh, another one, a good one is you have an excuse to spend all day in bed. That's kind of fun. Uh, apparently, it's also good for uh, your health, especially if it helps you sleep. So when you, but if the opposite happens, like, yeah. what if your partner doesn't help you sleep? What if sleeping with someone agitates your sleep? Yeah, what are you supposed no to do good. then? Or they're snoring? You have to leave the room. Well, if they're see, and my wife is a gift and a curse. You know, with all the concussions, I've had times where I can't go to sleep. My mind is racing, and she has this trick where she'll cuddle me from behind. And she'll get our breathing patterns in sync. And that's how she gets you and it's to the sleep? the only thing to help me get to sleep. You're like a big then, baby, aren't you? You're I'm like, like a 200-pound baby. baby. snores sometimes so <laughs> aggressively in my ear. Like, man, you got me where I needed to be, and now you've taken me back. <laughs> uh, the male birth control pill passes human safety tests. Again, I don't know if we've ever talked about this together. I think we I think might have. years ago we have, and it was just in talks. Yeah, it was in talks. Well, now they've tested it on... Uh, healthy men. So uh, this birth control pill, they used it daily for a month and it worked. So it was phase one study results that were just uh, just presented and seems to work. It, ha- it decreases sperm production, but it preserves libido, which is what they were looking for because the birth control pill for women does not preserve libido. Yeah. So uh, here they effects. did it. Well, according to this, there were very few side effects. Uh, some included a little bit of fatigue, a little bit of acne, um, headache, and that's it. 
Uh, well, headaches that are no was fun. it. No, but it wasn't like they were. They were pretty mild. Uh, two men described mild erectile dysfunction, but that was didn't seem to pose a, a big either. problem. Those are two things I don't like. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, uh, headaches and uh, erectile dysfunction. But mild. It, again, it's mild. We're not talking about like complete. But I think that would devastate me. I, like, what was the point? My question really is: How many men would? take this like if this was available of course they've only tested it in one month they have to test it like, like for a 90 certain, days a certain type of man will take it i Who? don't feel like what do you mean a certain type not, of man? That not mean? the alpha male you don't think so no okay why because that guy wants to be in control that guy wants to be able to be all the man that he could be and most of the time he's not going to be the one just trying to be responsible and also, the, really? guy, the guy whose wife who tells him to go get snipped and he doesn't really have a say in it, he'll take it when she says that guy. But the alpha male, I don't think so. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. 514-800, would you as a man take the male birth control pill? It's now saying very mild side effects, does not affect your libido, um, and seems but, uh, to work. Would erectile dysfunction go into the same category as libido? I would... No, no, no. They're, they're two different you things. You can want but, to, uh, but you just can't. can't. Yeah, but yeah. again, mild, uh, it's not likely to happen. But, of course, they only did the study on, I don't know, 50 or 60 men. It needs to go big. It, like, it needs to, to be, this study needs larger to be study. Uh, larger. Yeah. So we'll see. But it's amazing to me, years and years, and we still don't have a male birth control pill. I don't science, think I, because I don't think men will, men. but I don't think men will take it. That's part of the problem. So you agree with me, but you don't agree with what kind of men will take it or won't take it, right? I, I don't think, think a lot men. of men will take it, but uh, but we'll have to see when it becomes. It might change the way we see things, the same way the birth control pill changed sexuality for women. You know, uh, coming up, we'll talk about uh, this. I'm pretty sure Kai would not take part in, but we'll ask him, and then we'll play Dirty Minds, a men's cuddling group. Would you join 514-800? But first, let's check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. It's sex out loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. 34 play Friday, uh, that means number 34, Kaya Bear, pro football player, joins me tonight as he had had for yes. uh, a number of years on the program and then he took off and he's back for a day oh. and then he's taken off again <laughs> like he just like <laughs> good thing i don't have an issue off. with abandonment okay i almost got ran out of the city i, I had to survive I, I, I know i know i know i know but you know it, like i said it's a good thing i don't have abandonment issues you're okay but I've, you know what i left the studio but i never left your life we were still in contact still friends yes we spoke i saw you when we i came facetimed i'm your sure did. i'm your daughter's little auntie and yes we're That's all right. good so yeah uh, all right i want to share this oh you know what let's do dirty minds first i want okay, to i just want to remind our listeners what this is about so dirty minds is a game we play we give you 
uh, clues. They sound really, really dirty, but the answer is not at all dirty, okay? Uh, you'll have to call in at 514-790-0800. The first person who gets the answer right will get a WeVibe, which is a, a WeVibe for couples. It's like the, the one of the highest-end sex toys uh, that uh, that's out there. So uh, are you ready? Kai is the one who does it in his... Uh, in his sultry voice. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, so here we go. We're playing Dirty Minds. I only come once a year. You might get upset if you see me come too often. You sometimes lie about how many times you've had me. What am I? What am I? 514-790-0800. Give us a call. First caller through who has the answer right will win the Wee Vibe. Do you think that was an easy one? Um, you know me. I'm really bad at this game. If I didn't see the you know answer why? It's before. It's because your mind is filthy. That's why. I guess it go. It just goes right <laughs> to there. Uh, but I never get them. Like, never. No, never. No. I've never gotten one. <laughs> we had a guy who consistently got every single one right. Yes. Uh, yes. We, I don't remember his name. It's um, 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 uh, Gray. There yeah, you go. Gray gets them. Yes. He's gotten every single one we've ever, every ever done. One. I hope he's listening he's to very. That. He's a smart guy. I met him. He's like super brilliant man. So, uh, All right. In, in the meantime, as we uh, we wait for this, uh, let's see. Actually, one, one text writes, uh, happy birthday. Thank you. No to men cuddling. Men will take the birth control pill to ensure that the women, uh, the woman doesn't get pregnant. That's from John. Maybe John would, but I don't know if every guy. Yeah, I don't know. Would. What about? I also worry about the the STIs. Like if somebody says, "Oh, I'm on the pill." Yeah, and I, I can. I can and what especially if they're not with young men? You I, well, know, young men are really irresponsible, and so it's a, to me, in my opinion, with being in the, especially in pro football. Being around young guys on a regular basis and hearing sex talk and locker room talk. Yeah, lots like, of it. Guys are, if a girl let them, will let them go unprotected, they'll, they'll do see it. that. Yes, they see right. that as an opportunity, which it's an opportunity for you to, be to go a really daddy. bad. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. for STIs. Yeah, absolutely. And now, some of them you can't get rid of. As a woman, I would not trust like unless it was my my regular uh, my husband or my partner as a birth control method yes but if somebody said to me oh we i don't have to wear a condom i'm on the pill like i'm not gonna trust no. it's my body i'm then, the one getting how pregnant how many people is he saying that to well that's or, the thing would she be saying that to if the roles were reversed all right we we have a winner we have a all winner. right that was pretty uh, quick so and of course the clue is uh is me today but yep, go ahead <laughs> yes. okay so I only come once a year. You might get upset if you see me come too often. You sometimes lie about how many times you've had me. It's your birthday. It's the birthday. And our winner is Susan from Shamity. Congratulations, Susan. Way to go. All right. So you tell me if you could would take part in this. There's a it's called the men's therapeutic cuddle group. And it says that it, this all practice men. has helped, just all men, has helped men cope with everything from childhood sexual trauma to the loss of family members when they were young. Uh, it's a group that's been around for two years. It's got uh, different ages and such, different sexual orientations. Um, 
what they say is if we expect men to be emotionally sensitive to the needs of others, they first need to be able to build an emotional uh, vocabulary. And part of that involves learning that physical touch extends beyond aggression or sex. Platonic affection can be a doorway to emotional closeness. So there's no charge for this. It's not like those those cuddle places, cuddling services. Uh, this is like almost like a like a therapy kind of group, not therapy, but like a support group. Therapeutic. A support it's group. Supposed yeah. to be therapeutic. Therapeutic, but they uh, and they they all agree there's no sexual touch and you know none of that. Um, I don't. You know what? I wouldn't be comfortable with any kind of touch. Like I'll shake like, a man's I just hand, want, okay. or I'll hug a male friend goodbye, or even greet with a very right welcoming hug. But for it to go longer than X amount of seconds, I don't see <laughs> I wait, a, an, an I, actual need for that. I want for you me. to hear what the group does, and then you'll. Respond. The cuddle part was enough, but go ahead, give okay. me more. So the cuddling started with men pairing up to do the motorcycle hold, in which one <laughs> man sits with his back against another the man's chest, hold. as if they were riding together on a motorcycle. Some massage their partner's shoulders or hands, while others stroke the other person's beard. Many closed their eyes as the room fell into silence. After 15 minutes, they switched to a new partner. For the second half of the session, the men cuddled as one large group in what they call a puppy pile. Men lay with their heads in each other's laps, chatted, and uh, joked. I I just don't see a a group of 20 heterosexuals sitting in a room putting their heads on each other's lap. I I just can't visualize that. I can't (laughs) fathom it. I can visualize it, and I wish I could unsee it, but... It just doesn't doesn't make make sense it, to me. It doesn't appeal no. to you, and not at even all. even from a professional standpoint. Like if you were my therapist, like I couldn't envision myself laying on the couch with my head on your lap. Well, if that would be a big no no for the sake of <laughs> right. for it to be therapeutic, like I, no. yeah. But this is among peers, so it wouldn't be even there, peers. It, it, I feel like that's even more weird. Yeah, so I think a lot of men would respond. Can you imagine Actually, this a, time- a locker room full of football players. Uh, hugging, when, the cuddling motorcycle? with each other? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantasy I like. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, why, this text writes, why does society want to turn men into women? Uh, which is interesting because women can... Uh, Women have a voice or with each other. We are socialized to talk. Like you expect women right. to but again, cry, to want to hug with women their friends. Women are, are socialized to do so. Some things are going to come natural. Some things, I, I feel like, especially where we are today. You don't think like that that's say, natural? You think you don't think that that's a, like a, a, an upbringing thing? A socializing be. thing that men don't do this? I do. I agree. Or you think it's an innate, like part of their No, I think DNA. some stuff is... Some, like women are more nurturing. Men can be nurturing. They can. I feel like by nature, women are more. Right. But men can be nurturing. Do you think men are nurturing to other men? No. Not like that. Not from one heterosexual man to another. I don't. So that would be kind of weird for you. It's, it's like a line crossing there. Yeah. And you say there's no sexual touch. But um, for those of you who are not familiar with the male anatomy... Boys have outies, girls have innies, so? <laughs> penis. Well, if we're laying with my stomach to your back, then that means my penis is near your butt. Where where else would it be? If our bodies are touching, where where that would my penis be? Naked. be at the time? It doesn't Do have I, to be naked. I, I don't think this is. A I naked. get excited when I have on clothes okay. and I'm, I cuddle my wife. All right, things well, are going to be touching. So you think that that's the thing men would like? Say, ooh, what if 
you know, like, what if it moved? No, it's if? like that. It's like that <laughs> Seinfeld episode. It moved, you know, yeah. after a male massage. It moved. Oh, and no. then he freaked out. Uh, all right. Coming up, we'll talk about the porn verification law that is delayed now in Britain. And do you think it will work to y- get young people off porn? That's the next thing we'll talk about here on 34 Play Friday. Straight talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. 34 Play Friday in studio. Kai Bear is here. We call it 34 Play uh, because uh, he's number 34 and he's been number 34 for years on whatever team he's played on. And he has been joining me. If, uh, if this is the first time you hear him, well, he's been on for years with me on Friday nights and then. Except that during the football season, of course, yeah. when he's and I mean not I've in snuck town. in studio a few times during and you snuck season. in, yeah, but that's about it. All right, I want to talk about this story, and uh, you tell me what you think. So I, I talked about it a few weeks back that Britain wants to put in a porn age verification law, um, banning anyone in Britain under eighteen from accessing porn sites. Well, this law has been. Uh, delayed. It was uh, supposed to come into effect, but it, it hasn't just yet, and I'm not sure uh, why, but it was passed in the House of Commons in December 2018 and basically will affect anyone using a British IP address who cannot prove their age through official documents like a driving license, credit card, or age verification card bought at a particular shop. Uh, And so uh, I don't know how they're going to implement this, frankly. All I know is that Pornhub, YouPorn, like the the company that owns Pornhub, has complied. Like it will will use, it's called an age ID system uh, to follow the new law because if uh, porn sites don't comply, they'll be fined like 250,000 pounds. So people have to do it. However, I have I have a bit of an issue with this. What's your issue? The issue is that it's go- what it's going to do is going to drive the black market, the like sale of fake ID. That's number one. Yes. What I know about young, uh, like teenagers, oh, is that if they they'll find a way, and uh, that means that either they'll go into the dark web, either they're going to get a fake ID to oh, get in there. they the license or ID of a person Of somebody else. It doesn't, I mean, again, they, it's very hard to, to be able to, to prove ensure. that. They will find yes. a way. Absolutely. Um, the other thing, too, is their sexual content, Far there's a lot of sexual content on Twitter, Snapchat, and other social media well, sites. Well, you can literally watch porn on Twitter. Okay, so you can like watch porn on deal, Twitter. Not even, you right, know. Right, full deal, full not, videos. Not covered up like the real deal. Okay, so and that's so they're going to have access through that. So it's really not going to do that much. And I think rather than the government getting involved in this, it should be the parents. Absolutely. The parents government, put teachers, the, there's not their responsibility to raise children. Like it is all on the parent to make sure that Things that need to be blocked are, are blocked. monitored at home. That's right. It's taken care of at home. Now, exactly. if they're in a classroom, those computers have regulators on them where they're not allowed to access That's right. not even their social media. That's so right. So at school, it's taken care of. So once they get home, they're the parents' responsibility, not the government. Right. And I think that there are enough and controls gonna out there. And we're going to start cameras in a room, make sure they don't touch themselves? Uh, <laughs> let's hope not. Yeah, so I, I do have a, like, I'm not 
philosophically, I'm not opposed to it. Obviously, I think we need to protect children. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But I'm also thinking of where it's going to drive everybody. Yes. Because they still, there's still a lack of sex education. And if and there's a lack, if there's a the, lack, they're the going to go somewhere else. The greatest protector would be education. Yeah. So if they're educated and they know when it is, and there's going to be a time for that in their lives. Right. And when you're an early teen, it's probably not the best time for you to get your first sexual experience Through from porn. a porn site. Exactly. And so parental control. So I, I say two things. Parental controls at, at home, home-based computers, and uh, and better sex education. Yes. I think will make and a huge difference. Don't let your phones raise your kids or their phones yeah, raise or them. Or tablets or To where you're giving else. it to them and like... The fact that they're away for a few hours, you can breathe and you're okay with it. Because while you're breathing, other things are happening behind your back. Yeah. As they say, when it gets too quiet, something's Something's going on. Something's going on, yeah. I just want to share this text. Hey, Dr. Lori, it makes my heart feel so good to have uh, Kaya Bear back on the show with you tonight. Love that guy with the... Uh-huh. bunch of exclamation marks. That <laughs> so, makes me feel good to hear that. Thank you're you. You're getting the love. That makes me feel good. I have to good. say, I, I just want to thank everybody who took the time to, uh, a lot of my listeners and, and followers on, on Facebook, so that I really felt the love today. It was really nice. Really nice. And nice to spend my you birthday with younger. you. You, you look, look younger. You look younger this year than you did on your birthday last year. Oh, that's very nice of you to say. Just you know, I'm opinion. like a. You know that I'm pretty much. I was looking up all the places I can get seniors discounts now. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> in many places. I'm a senior. No, you're not. <laughs> I am. You're not. I get. I get discounts at like Farmer Pre and all kinds of other places now, especially in the states. It's big in the states. What? I don't know why, but I should hang out oh, with yeah, you more TJ often. TJ Maxx, I get ten percent. Oh, we can go shopping. <laughs> Oh yeah, hang out, yeah, hang out with me. Hang out with your senior friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for how long have I been? At least the last six years in my profession, I've been called grandpa. I've been the because senior. you're the oldest one and on yeah, the team. I've been the senior, and so they they call me grandpa, and you are not grandma. Your, yeah, but you're I'm not grandma. a grandma. <laughs> I will. All right. I'm not a grandma. Technically, just yet. not Technically, yet. no. Not yet. Got a lot of little kids around me, but not a grandma. Are you ready for that? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I'm not ready for my kids <laughs> to have kids. Just They're still a little young, 23 and 21. So uh, let me share one last story, uh, which uh, this, this kind of warmed my heart a little bit. Part of it and the other part made me really angry. Uh, so uh, George Clooney is planning to boycott Brunei-owned hotels after the country introduced new laws that would see people, get this, whipped and stoned to death what for same-sex activity no way yep in what year in this year like now you're like you're now not so he's taking i am you're telling saying the that's truth. happening right now that's people happening. are getting stoned to death yes right now yes for same-sex sexual activity right now as we speak in Brunei. No yeah. So the actor, uh, George Clooney, named nine hotels owned by uh, this group in uh, Brunei. And he says, every single time we stay at or take meetings at or dine at any of these nine hotels, we are putting money directly into the pockets of men who choose to stone and whip to death their own citizens for being gay or accused of adultery. Adultery is also against the law. And that will get you stoned. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he and he goes on to say, George Clooney, are we really going to help pay for these human rights violations? Are we really going to help fund the murder of innocent uh, citizens? I just like the the fact that he went out like he went out and publicly yeah, it's stated not, this. You know, right, it's not happening where he is, and uh, even at no. his in his place in life, like he's taken care of and pretty 
protected and able to choose where it is that he spends his money right and where he decides yeah, exactly. to, for his voice to be heard so, so you're, you're kudos asking, to him yeah kudos to him for sure but you were asking like for real like right now up until this this law it was punishable to up to 10 years in prison they've changed it to make it punishable by death so now they're going backwards they're going way backwards they're i mean scary mid-year. it's like that is. very 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 scary so Very excuse scary. my ignorance, but I have no idea where that is on a map. It's uh, we'll have to look and see where it is on a map, but uh, somewhere in the I think. No, I'm not going to go ahead. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not. I'm going to make sure. We're going to find it and make sure. A red zone for Can me. Can anybody tell us exactly where Brunei is? Like, what's the country next to it? I should have really looked yeah. this up. Um, but I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's okay. So. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I have an idea where it is, but I don't. I ju- I'm not a hundred percent sure. So when I'm not a hundred percent sure, I'd rather not yeah. say it all. Yeah, I was holding in. I was like, I, I don't really know what that is. Uh, all right, lot. Do we have? A, yeah, we have time for one little story. So apparently, your genes—not your denims, but your genes—impact your marital bliss. A new study from Birmingham University has found that the quality of your marriage may be directly related to your genes. In particular, different genetic combinations of the oxytocin receptor gene were linked to a person's satisfaction with their marriage. I just don't know how you would find this out. Uh, but, you know, oxytocin, we were talking about cuddle, is the cuddle hormone. So mm-hmm. it would, I suppose, uh, make sense. Um, so somebody wrote near Indonesia, Malaysia, that part of the world. Okay. okay. Um, so anyway, the study found that men who had genotype variations at the oxytocin receptor gene reported feeling less bonded and less supported by uh, their wives, which I thought was interesting. So it's like yeah. in your genes, whether you're going to cuddle, you know, whether you're going to... I don't know. I mean, I think that goes... I, mean, that. I need that. I don't know if you can actually prove that. Like how large of a test group was that? Well, you know, you know what these I mean? like, are... I feel like that's a tough one to prove. Because yeah. then that's almost like nature versus nurture and basically, well, whatever it's but what been they're there, trying... then you have no chance. If well, your DNA says this, then you have no chance. You'll never be happy. I don't know. If, that's well, not that's fair. yeah, that's not fair, is it? That no. doesn't give many people options. It gives some then, people no options. I suppose I wouldn't <laughs> want to find out. But then, if you have a partner who has trouble with that bonding, maybe knowing that it was in their genes Makes would make you feel you better. Yeah, well, maybe. Let me know when they have it at Pharmapri. <laughs> Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made him say farm prix at sixty, but there's other places that are at fifty five. But anyhow, uh, for another We're time, celebrate those Hi. discounts. Thank you so much for coming in. Good luck. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure we'll see you in the next few weeks, so good luck to you and uh, you. keep in touch with us. All right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for all your wonderful birthday messages. Really appreciated it. Uh, thanks to Dave Simon, our technical producer. Connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website to drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening, a great weekend, and remember to live your life with passion.